Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 142. Damn! Can you believe that? You know, there's 365 days in a year, so I'm actually nearly at at the halfway point. What's so crazy is that... What's so, what's so crazy is that I started doing this January... The, the, January 1st, I believe, I started doing this. And then with the with the corona shit to kick in, it's just like it, it really it seems like time is flying. And, and I'm not doing much. I mean, really, I'm not doing much. But that seems to be the case with me. I don't know if that's the same way or other people. I feel that time flies for me. I really do. I feel like like days just fly by. You know, when people say, oh man, it's a long week, I don't see that shit, man. Like, it's never even a long month for me. Like, time flies for me. And that's some scary stuff. Because all it says is that I'm getting older. We're all getting older. But, you know, I mean, I, you know, I like life. I like living. (laughs) I enjoy it. I love the journey. The ups, the downs. You know, the hard times, the fun times. I enjoy it. I understand it. Uh, It just feels like I got so much that I want to accomplish. It's not like I'm sitting here just talking about it. Trust me. I'm pretty active. I'm constantly working on shit. I still have dreams like if I'm 16 years old, man. You know? Uh, I just feel like I have still have a lot to do. You know, I have people that come up to me and they're like, they're like, yo, man, can you help me write my book? And I'm like, man, you know, I would love to help you, but I can't write anybody's book. The reason being is that I still got a ton of stories inside of me that I promise you I will never get to. I will never get to in my lifetime. I just won't. There's too many, too many, some, some. Some fiction, some non-fiction, just story ideas. Um, I will never get to it in life. So I can't spend my time working on someone else's shit. I'm willing to help anybody. No strings attached. I'm always willing to help people. I'm, I'm willing to give people advice. I'm, as long as they're not bombarding me, bombarding bombarding me with advice and then they're not doing shit don't don't come to me and ask me a million questions and then you never do anything you know start the process let's say you want to write a book start the process okay i'm gonna give you the first stop the first step okay because people come and they say well you know i want to write a book and you know i can sit here and tell you kind of all the steps and then I'll talk to you a year later. And yeah, I still never got the chance. Like, I don't know where to start. And the way you start is you write. 
That's how you start. You write. You don't look for format. You don't look for a structure. You don't think of the names of the cat. You start to write shit. And when you get stuck, you write weird shit. This is what I do. This is this is really crazy. Let's say, you know, people talk about writer's block. Like, writer's block is a big thing in the writer's community. Um, I have not experienced that yet. Now, maybe because I'm still pretty much, you know, okay, six books, but I'm pretty much a, a new writer. I mean, there's writers out there that got hundreds of books, you know. Maybe they get writer's block, but I don't know. I, I can't get writer's block. It's just the characters come to life, you know, inside me, you know, in my in my head. They start to talk and move and they get into trouble and it's like I'm not, I have no control over it, you know. But uh, uh, another thing when I do, when I do kind of, let's say I get stuck, it's not really a block. I might, I might get to a situation where I, a situation that characters in may have come to a close. And I'm like, okay, how do I transition to the next situation? Or, hmm, what should be the next situation? Okay, the, the, the character robbed the bank and got the million dollars. Now what? What does he do? You know? Um... Now, when I run into situations like that, I'm going to show you something really crazy. And I don't think anybody, I don't think I've ever told anybody this. I don't think I've ever said in the podcast, even though I repeat shit quite often. Um, but I write some really off the war shit. So I might write something. Okay, so the character got his million dollars and on his way home, he saw a bright light. And when he turned the corner, it was a, it was a spaceship there. Little green men came out and grabbed his million dollars and they ran back in. Now he had to figure out how to get um, his million dollars back. And now it's, in, it's on another planet. You know, it's and it's not that that's what I'm going to write. What it does, it kind of it keeps it um, like almost a static in my brain. It just keeps it going. And then what happens is I, I actually end up writing what's going to be actually a part of the story i know it's weird i don't know if it will work for anybody i can't articulate it because it's not something i learned and it's not you know something that i sat there and say well this is what i'm gonna do it happens naturally i just start to think of the weirdest weirdest thing you know somebody's chasing me and they're getting closer and closer all of a sudden you know i start running real fast and i put my arms on i start to fly and yeah i'm I'm, I'm you know i'm doing a I'm not doing a supernatural book. I'm doing a straight-up dramedy urban novel, but I just made my character fly. And it, again, it's not because he's going to fly, because no, he will not fly in my book. But what it does is it kind of, it kind of like throws a static on my brain. Like it just kind of, it's almost like a jolt. Like if before it falls asleep, I give it this little jolt, you know. And hard to, hard to. Hard to explain, but um, but that's what I do. That's what I do. Um, but you know, anyone who needs help with any of that stuff, or even you know, listen, I've been doing bookings. I've been dealing with the freestyle genre many years. I've worked with every artist. I don't think there's any artist, well, major artists, because there are a lot of 
B and C list acts I've never worked with, but A list, yeah, I don't think there's anybody I haven't worked with yet. So, um, so there's a lot of experience there. Um, so you know, and I'm always willing to share that information. I, I, sometimes I even enjoy it, you know. But I like to see people take the information and move forward with it because, or listen to my podcast and see, or read my book, see if there's something on, on my blog and see if there's something in there where I break it down. Send me a text if you really, if you need to to know something and you need to take a note, you can just text me or put it on a post. See. Facebook posts are good for that because I don't, I'm not hiding anything. So um, a lot of people don't want to do it because they're the ones hiding. Uh, but I don't have a problem posting information uh, to help somebody, you know. Um, I can't, of course, reveal personal shit like artists' prices or whatever. Um, but I can, you know, I can, you know, I can work around that and... I don't mind, you know, posting that kind of information. Maybe it will help other people, you know. So, but, uh, you know, um, also on another note, so good news for today. Actually, great news for me. Great news. I got my damn AC fixed today. Hell yeah. <laughs> Believe me, it was money I did not want to spend. Oh, my God, I did not want to spend that money. But they did give me a hell of a deal, almost almost half price, or probably less than half. Um, so they looked out. Uh, but I've worked a lot with these people, and I've, I've they've made money for me. They've made a few thousand dollars for me in the past, and uh, and they know what the situation is right now. And I told them, I said, "Hey, man, listen, you know, this is a deal. I could probably survive for a year." But I can't spend money on bullshit. I can't spend money on stupid shit. I need to, you know, I need to be very careful. However, my AC was very important, you know. So what it was is the, it was the blower, like I thought, uh, the motor had burnt. But when they went to replace the motor, uh, they noticed that they call it a hamster cage, which is the, the fan, the actual fan, the blower, um, was all bent. So... After they gave me the first price, it went up another 140 bucks for uh, the hamster wheel. And it took them like three hours to go get it because they have to go out of town and go get it and uh, and come back and install it. But they looked out for me. So far, so good. They did a great job. I appreciate them. If you're in the Monroe, North Carolina area and you're looking for someone to work on your AC, I highly recommend them. I will give you their number. Um, and it's a family business, so you're dealing with the owners of uh, of the business. Either going to be the guy who actually owns it, or it's going to be his son. Sometimes they have a few workers, but I think the workers are also uh, related. I think they're in-laws. So. But uh, I got that done, and let me tell you something. What a difference. The only reason why um... Like, I didn't really, I didn't really talk much about it. It's because it's, it's been cool out. Like, right now I'm outside. It's cool. Um, had we been in 100-degree weather and I stepped in the house, it would have been like I got hit with uh, a hot blanket. 
<laughs> like someone just took a blanket out the dryer and as soon as I walked in the door, they threw it over me. And uh, I was like, oh my God, you know? So I had people, you know, who offered to, you know, walk me through it. Maybe we could go and fix it together. The thing is, man, <laughs> I needed to be done right. Like this is not something I have to play with. So I had to make the financial sacrifice, which wasn't bad. It wasn't, really wasn't expensive at all. It was like 500 bucks. And it would have cost me a G, which was what I thought it was going to cost me. And I was ready to pay that as well. Uh, but I told him, I said, hey, man, work with me here because <laughs> I don't want to pay $1,000. I just put money into my Jeep right before this pandemic hit. So it's like all the stuff that I don't want to mess with hit me just when this. I was like, no, you know, I'm still I'm still still living off residuals from 2019, <laughs> you know, so uh, but I'm cool, you know. Um, I'm not stressing it. I'm I'm able to survive. We're we're okay. We're good. Everybody's eating. We're good. We got we still got our Netflix on. Our phones are still on. You know, so we're good. We're good. Uh, but that was good news, man. It was such a relief because though it was really cool, it's been really cool lately. I knew that time was gonna come because I've had it here, and I bet you, I bet you, there's gonna be a hot ass summer. You know, and uh. Oh, that would have been, that would have been horrible. So thank you. Thank you, God. Oh, um, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. A lot of writing computers down though. However, my main computer, uh, the monitor keeps going to sleep. I don't know what's going on. Now this happened before and I was able to hit the enter key or the escape key and it would kick back on, but now it's not kicking back on. So what I did is, I, it could be that I'm hitting it too many times, so what I'm doing now is I'm just gonna let it sit overnight and see how it is in the morning. But uh, uh, I needed to get on that computer, I had work to do. And uh, But it's cool because what it did is, it forced me to get on the laptop. Laptop um, is what I use to write my books. And uh, though I could put that online, I don't, I don't purposely. Uh, I don't want it, want it to pick up anything. Uh, it's only for my book. So I bought that laptop. Now when I upgrade my laptop, then I could take that one and put that one online. I'll be okay. But I just wanted a place where I could write my books and I don't have to worry about internet. And not only that, I don't want to browse. You know, you go online. Next thing you know, you're going on Facebook. You know, you're checking your Twitter. You're checking your email. <laughs> You know, I I don't want that. So when I go on and then you end up, uh, the only thing is the Google. Now, however, when I'm writing, I usually go on my other computer because sometimes I need to Google Google information so it it works with my story. So I'll go on to the other computer. I might Google something, you know, like I do a lot of writing about New York. Like a lot of my characters are from New York, whether from Manhattan or the Bronx or Queens places that I'm familiar with but haven't been there so long that sometimes uh, I kind of lose track of where the blocks were and what was there what was the neighborhood so I have to kind of google those areas also uh, sometimes the dates or maybe there was something that went down I have to make sure that that went down during that day so that date so it's consistent you know um, I don't want to talk about the 80s and talk about when so-and-so, you know, 
uh, lost his iPhone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would definitely lose everyone's attention at that point. Um, but other than that, uh, um, everything else is everything else is good. Knees okay. Knees not bad. It's like right now it's fine. Um, I do have to. Uh, I told Angel. I said maybe on uh, Monday we could start walking. You know, start. You know, I needed man, guys. This is not good, man. I need, I need a, I need a, I need to drop the pounds, man. It's like it's it's getting, it's getting scary. Let me put it this way, man. I'm watching TV shows, and you know people are dying of heart attacks. And it's like, yes, yeah, 50 year old man, you know, died of, you know, a heart attack. He was he was he was fat. He was 280 pounds. I was like, what, what? He was 50 and 280 pounds, yo. I'm 53. I'm like 320 pounds. You know, it's like, yo, what the hell? Am I like I'm rolling some serious dice here now? I think the positives with me is um, I've never been a sickly person. However, I know that doesn't matter. I could drop dead tonight. Um, I don't eat pork. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't do any kind of drugs. I barely take aspirin. Um, I don't <laughs> you do with the with the 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 snacks, you know. I might, you know, Angel keeps a bowl of freaking candy, man. Like, I I gotta admit, yeah. Like, I'll come by and I might I might grab a couple of the little candy bars, you know, little baby candy bars with the little crackles and the uh, Mr. Good Bar and the Hershey's and Dark Hershey and. And you know, of course, when I grab a her, I gotta grab one of each. You know, it's only it's only right. You know, you can't just grab a, a you know, a, a, a crackle, yeah, or Mr. Goodbar. You gotta grab one of each. So, um, so I might do that, and I might do that a few times throughout the day. So yeah, I gotta be careful with that. Uh, drink a lot of water. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I know what the situation is, man, and uh, man. You know, it's a little, it's a little scary. You know, um, my stamina was always cool. Which was so crazy is this, right? So, if I have to grab my garbage can and bring it to the front, man, I can actually run out of breath. But I could get on the treadmill and do 40 minutes without a problem at a pretty decent pace, at a pretty, you know, fast, you know, workout pace, and I'll be fine. I won't even be out of breath. It's the weirdest thing. I don't, I don't understand. I, I've, I've showed that to, to Angel before. You know, I'm like, look, I'm on, look, I'm, I'm doing this, this amount. I haven't been to gyms for so long. I forgot how the freaking what the reader, what the, what the meters read anyway. But, you know, um, one of the things that I have regrets for. One of the things I have is that uh, with Adam, I was able to play. I played with Adam. He played football, and I used to get on. I used to have a bike with pegs. This was when we were in New York, and um, he used to jump on the back with his equipment. And I remember buying the pegs. I think I told you guys the story when they stole my bike. He kept telling me, "Dad, you gotta stop leaving your bike outside." Because uh, I used to go in a bookstore. And one day it was a storm; it was raining. I left it outside. I came out, my bike, my bike was gone. I was so upset. <laughs> and then I saw some dude riding it, but he was too far. And never saw my bike again. And um, so, <laughs> and he was young. So what was Adam? Adam was uh, God, ten years old, nine years old. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, I remember you know I used to, I used to be pretty active, man. We used to walk a lot. We used to I used to get on the bike and ride the bike. I take him to the park. Then when Erica was born. Ah, with Erica was a weird time because that was the time when my mom passed and the time that I got with Angel. So life was different. And by that time, I had gotten my car. So I was driving a lot more. You know, once you, you know, you haven't driven your whole life and then all of a sudden you get a car. It's like, now you don't even want to walk anymore. You don't want to walk. You don't want to take the train anywhere. So Erica pretty much grew up. Um, in my car. So, she, you know, I had a car seat from day one with her. So she always had a, she always had her car seat. So she, Erica doesn't ever remember. It's funny because I never thought about this, but no, Erica does not remember me ever not having a car. Now that I think about it, Adam, however, does. And I remember the first time I bought the car and it was a Dodge Shadow. It was the one I had when I got with Angel. And, um, I remember when Eddie, when when Adam got on, um, when he came into a car for the first time, and he was like, "Yo, Dad," he got in the car. He got excited too, and he got in the car. He got in the front seat. Put his He goes, "Hey, man!" He's all excited. He goes, "You know how to drive this thing?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I know how to drive." He goes, "For real?" I said, "Yeah." And um, and uh, we um. And that's, I remember that, I still remember that time, you know. And he was boxing during that time for PAL. And I remember he was like 10 years old. I used to take him right there to Flushing Meadow Park and let him drive around in the, in the parking lot because he wanted to drive. And he was young, you know, but he was good. So he started driving with me like very young. You know, I was one of those fathers, man. I was a young, cool father, let you do some crazy shit, you know what I mean? But I was also very cautious, you know. I knew there was no cars around. I knew, I made sure he knew what he was doing, and uh, uh, he was fine. He ended up becoming a really, really good driver, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that's that was uh, some pretty cool times. But um, but now then with the grandkids, um, the grandkids only know fat fat poppy. They only know Fat Poppy. They know, let me see. I, I mean, really. And that's sad. That's sad. It should not be like that. You know, they, they, you know, like with Adam, Adam would tell me, he would say, yeah, uh, come on, Dad, let's play. Let's play ball. Let's play this. Like, I would go out to play. Mike, uh, Erica didn't ever ask me to play anything because by that time, I really wasn't even playing anything anymore. My grandkids, forget it. They don't ask me to play shit. They're like, yeah, this fat motherfucker ain't gonna... He ain't walking nowhere. I, I'm not gonna throw... Why am I gonna throw the ball? He's not gonna go catch it. He's not gonna go get the ball. You know? So, but... um. <laughs> So, but that's sad. Shouldn't be like that. I still feel energetic. I still feel young. Um, it's just, you know, making any southern moves kind of like mess with the legs a little bit. So I got to be careful with that, you know. That should not be the case anyway. Uh, but um, I got to put it in my mind. I got to make it a priority. I seriously got to make it a priority. I got to stop messing around, you know. Uh, because that could become very dangerous. Uh, make it a make it a priority. A lot of people, uh, and I'm I'm guilty. It's me. 
I know a lot of people do it, but I'm just talking about myself. Um, I put exercise for last. And trust me, man, I have gym memberships. I got a weight bench here. I got weights. I had a treadmill. I had an elliptical. I got everything. Me and Angel, man, we got like a, like we can open up our own gym, <laughs> you know, <laughs> rent a man membership for people to come work out. Uh, <laughs> we're just the ones that don't use it, you know. But we're definitely trying to change that up. And I think now after this whole corona shit, um, and I think that's a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going to feel the same way. It's almost like after the coronas, our new New Year's resolution. Like, you know, okay, you know what, man? Right after this corona shit, I'm going to start to diet. Or I'm going to walk more. Or I'm going to go out with my family more. Or I'm going to go, you know... I'm going to try to find a new job, or I'm going to look for a new career, or I'm going to go back to school. You know, we are starting to make resolutions for after this. I know I am, and I've heard a few people talk about things that they're going to do. Yeah, after this, man, I'm not smoking anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking anymore, you know? So, but uh, anyway... Alright guys, so listen, that's it. I just want to uh, chit-chat with you for a little bit. I appreciate you tuning in, like always, like always. Uh, once again, I got some really cool stuff coming up, man, for the summer, so stay tuned, stay tuned. Uh, we're just trying to get everything together, get it organized. Um, and it's one of our resolutions for the coronavirus, but we're not going to wait till it's over. Because who knows how long it's going to take to be over, so... But anyway, be cool, stay safe, and until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.